I wonder how it would be, you know, you know, all of our, you know, founders, John Calvin, you know, and Luther. Would they be seeing us right now in the present, taking all these Christian movies? I wonder what they'd be thinking. I you think know, they would be blessed. They, I'm not going to even... As long as it's biblically based, as long as it's true to the Bible, they would be blessed. Like, look look at these look at these, these modern-day Christians, like, living true to the faith. <laughs> and waves and today we're taking a step back and we're doing something less serious today so we're going to look at a couple christian memes that i found on facebook so, <laughs> i already like this where this is going <laughs> just a couple just a couple and then, <laughs> about christian memes though how do you, do you do you see them a lot or do you just see the regular kinds of memes I've seen like like a mix of both. Like uh, I've seen non-religious memes. I've seen non-religious memes that are offensive to the Christian faith, and I've seen Christian memes. So like it's a mixed bag, I guess. How about yours? Most the most of the memes I've seen that have any uh, religious connection are usually offensive. I mean, like you know, anti-Jesus, anti-anything. You know, one of those memes that are more you know the the person that made these memes are atheists or something. So yeah, I've seen I've seen some around. I've seen some good memes though. I've seen some Christian memes that really are you know, Christian memes are funny, but you 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 kind of get what they're trying to point out. But most of the time, it's offensive memes, offensive religious memes. I don't think I picked some of the offensive ones, but I I, I think I've, the first time I saw this, uh, it was you, Lori, who posted it, um, in mm. our chat. Uh, you. You guys know <laughs> I love it already. I love it already. Do you guys remember when you posted this, Rose? No, I, I, I was it within this year. Yeah, that would be the, Yeah, that, that would that was when COVID <laughs> happened. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Oh, that was a funny one. I, can't, I, I don't know where I got that one. I think one of my um, religious friends, uh, one of my religious friends, a guy that uh, posts a lot of those. That's why I, I think I stole that movie from. <laughs> this one, have you guys seen this? Typing out a full rant against your brother in Christ about how they're wrong and then deleting it and sending, I'd love to discuss this more with you. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You know, actually, I, I, I get this meme. I actually done this one too, yeah. I, I've, I've actually, you know, it, it, it was a public post. It was a Facebook post. I was about, you know, I was going in. I was already like halfway through my second paragraph of my rant. I just stopped myself and just sent him a private message. You know what I mean? Then why, why do we have to make this public? I, I feel for that meme, actually. <laughs> but I think that's, that really captures the human condition and if you're a real Christian because like sometimes you just have to let it out of your system like you type like a novel your reply is a novel long like a trilogy and then before you press the send button you take a deep breath and you delete it you just needed to get it out of your system you know (laughs) true true it happens a lot 
I, I've, I've tried writing, yeah, novel replies on Facebook and then just, yeah, I, I, I even, I've even pushed through posting them and then a few minutes later after once I've, after I've taken a couple breaths, I just go ahead and delete that post. Hopefully nobody saw it, but... But that's the problem then, like, like I, I, I do the same thing, but I don't post because, like, you know, Facebook and even in Twitter, there's always, like, that one guy who's going to print screen your exactly. controversial <laughs> your controversial posts and then when when you're like already cool headed and then they they, they, they they tag you on your screenshots like what happened here that, that's a nice topic that we're gonna, we, we can talk about like cancel culture you guys know about that right we'll just... I, I don't think I've heard about it could could you talk about it further it's about like people digging up some bad things people posted on social media in the past like 10 years 7 years and then using that to like cancel their careers like like when but someone I think that's kind of if you think about it that's really silly right because like that was 7 years ago so the person they were 7 years ago might not be the person they who they are now yeah exactly and i guess though people who who really ride on that are just forgive me that term like they're really bigots because like that that's not like it, it's a long span of time, seven years. Like seven years ago, I don't think like you weren't even married. I think right, Josh, you were still single. I think. <laughs> or were you? Or how long has it been? I don't think like um like, yeah, seven <laughs> years ago, <laughs> wasn't married like, yet. So like seven years is a long time. Like wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of petty, but um ironically it. It, it relates to this next meme. Hang on. This one. When you told them to be the salt of the earth, but they choose to be salty to everyone on earth instead. <laughs> That's a good one. Where did you get this? Is there like a Facebook page with it? Yeah, there's, there are actually a couple. Um, actually, I, I, this, this, is, this meme, I, like, I embody this meme. <laughs> like now, like not even a joke. Like my my brother, my brother I always talks about. I wake up at two a.m. or three a.m. and I hear things that aren't right. Because <laughs> like sometimes, early in the morning. sometimes things are so frustrating and you can't help but be salty. <laughs> How about this? One of y'all is a traitor. Disciples, no way. Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was so. That was so bad. It's good. If that makes <laughs> so any sense. It's so bad. Because <laughs> I think it's it, it's it's like a, it's a play on words, right? Because I think Yahweh is, is is the name of God, and you know the uh like the the, om, the omnipotence of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, these ones. Children's church leaders and then the pastors. <laughs> Do we have children's church leaders? Or is that just everyone? <laughs> I think there is a certain stigma. Like, there is a certain stigma. <laughs> That like uh that that pastor's kids are really wild, I guess. You know, like 
I think and like it's also like a social cultural thing. I guess like you're trying to break out of the mold that you have been forcefully placed in, and there are so many expectations, and some of those people just end up being a Trump. You want to break those expectations, and you don't really care. Hold on, thing. You remember when? Remember when we had our, um, you know, we would go to these, uh, we'd have our Sunday school, and we even have these supplementary children's lessons at night whenever we visit the church back in the states. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you remember those? Do you ever? Did you ever feel like that? Like the church dealing with you was that hard as that? No, I don't think like I think that's the thing though like you as a pastor's kid you just yeah. have to realize like you're just like any other kid but there's a special responsibility that people like look at you like uh, more closely because then uh, what is it like if your parents can't even help you be quote-unquote a good Christian then how much more other people I guess other people expect that this yeah, they do. should be there like they I do. mean they really do be look at you as like i remember when i was you know the pastor's kid at school and everybody's like you go pray for the food i mean like we went out to the beach yeah i think don't you know how to pray <laughs> <laughs> i understand you know like we all chipped in for the food and everything but why do i have to pray because your dad is a pastor you make a great you know praying leader or whatever yeah and when when whenever we'd like sit down discuss like things about really you know religious stuff I can remember one time we were practicing at the basketball court, you know, and we're all getting huddled around by these kids. And they started bringing out religious, uh, uh, you know, things, you know, they started bringing out religious topics. And then the first thing is, let's all listen to what Kimbo has to say. And why do you have to listen to what I have to say? Don't you guys have any brains to think of? And then, oh, they, they keep piling these questions about religious things over and over and over. I'm supposed to be some sort of answering machine and what's right and wrong. You know, I, I really, I really understand that how what Enrico was saying about how we're molded into a certain form that people expect us to be. You know, the pastor's kid is supposed to be the quiet one, the one that doesn't cause any problem. And then when you as a kid start going wild, your parents start getting angry at you. Like, how can, how can you like destroy my image like that? So you know, I, there is some pressure being a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how about this one? This one I can relate to actually. When you realize your favorite preacher might be a heretic. <laughs> oh, this means I need to find the page. No, but like, that's a good one. That's a really good one because uh, one of the really super famous preachers, you know, you know those guys. Uh, the super magnetic ones, they're attractive, they're uh, charismatic, they know what to say, they know how to make it sound so great, then you just love listening to them, and then when you kind of study, a or when you listen or read some things that are like more conservative and reformed, then you realize that those people, your favorite preachers, are actually saying crazy stuff. That We're not doing dropping, right? Nah, uh, <laughs> unless you like. Let's, let's not, no, let's not. Oh, yeah, let's just, just, just. We're just not named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I find that name really. Actually, I, I can relate to that name too. To a certain point, you know, there's. There, I have something like that before, so yeah. I, I don't want to say anything further on that. But I think that's, that's the thing, though, right? Like, 
like it, it's nice to have someone who inspires you but our ultimate role model is Jesus so we will never get disappointed because once we <laughs> once we start looking at people then there's always that uh, moment that we will be disappointed I, I what you mean, but you know we have some role models right we have a, a lot of great preachers a lot of people that can connect with us and you know and I think that them being flawed still brings us to Jesus them being flawed them with uh, not being perfect always bring us back to Jesus. But then there are others that are, it's not just about being flawed. Some of them are straight up heretics with the stuff that they say and the stuff that they do and with the stuff that they introduce. But they say it in such a nice, gifty wrapped way that, you know, a lot of people can, oh, I relate to that. You know, I feel what this guy is saying. But if you look at kind of where the center of what their uh, sermons or whatever they're trying to teach or what their uh, beliefs are, you start to see a few cracks, not just cracks, some things are getting really funny. So, you know, I, I know a little bit about that, but I don't want to link up right now. <laughs> this is actually, I think, I, I think to an extent, it's true with our church also. Like, this one. When the young adults group is just a bunch of 37-year-old single guys. And let's make that single women also. <laughs> so, most of our youth group are kind of older, right? Like, yeah, we're we're getting we're getting to that means you know we're 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 going there we're getting there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that you know? I mean, like a lot of people say youth, right? And then when whenever we go to Christmas, we have our Christmas presentation and everything. We gather the youth, and the most we can do is you some high school, some in grade school. I think that's a reason. I don't think really we find that the problem that, you know, most of our youth are much older than what other people would expect. In bigger churches, of course, you have a, you have a wider selection of uh, age groups. But with our church, you know, I, you still do, do we still count as youth? And I like, think I, 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 I do. I think I do. Webster definition. <laughs> are we still youth or not? Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I'm a youth. It certainly counts as youth. I hope it's pronounced as youth. I'm okay with being called youth. The youth have something to do with being single. That's what I'm thinking. This one I can really relate to. Like when your friend volunteers you to say the closing prayer. So, <laughs> I think I think yeah, this, you know, no, wait, wait. This is like I, I, my brother has done this so many times. Rory, <laughs> would you like to would you like to do the closing prayer? Would you? It's like what? Why are you doing this? Why can't, why can't you do it yourself? I, I think it's 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 like we should get over this phobia or yeah. stigma that that prayer is is something that but I, I don't, I don't all think Christians should know. I, I don't think that's the do. problem because if you ask a Christian to pray, he's gonna pray. He knows how to pray, but he you know he does it every day. If he's a true Christian, he does it every day, not just before he sleeps or gets up, but he, he prays regularly, no matter what's happening in his life. But when you start volunteering your friend, why couldn't you do it? <laughs> I think it's a song. It's, 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 I'm not like it, no, I'm pushing it's, this on no, me, right? I don't think it's like you're pushing the prayer on me. I think like, you know, you have the ability to do this. Are you volunteering me because you want me to be pro or something? <laughs> I think it's no, I think I think it's just like time management. So so instead of looking around and, and stepping on feet, <laughs> let's just assign someone. And the first to speak, well, he gets his piece. <laughs> so Maybe I, I guess think to choose next. 
Yeah, next time you should speak up faster so you can assign someone for better time management. So I think, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's probably it. Let me ask you guys something. I mean, two out of the both of you, have you ever been told to, like, we know we have our, our meetings, right, with that at the end of the month. We'd have our monthly meetings with, you know, the church for the church leaders, the leaders, youth pastor for the elders, for the treasurer, and all that stuff. And that usually chooses people at random. Has anyone out of the both of you ever said, oh, no, I've been picked for the closing grade? Has it ever felt like this a vast amount of pressure where you'd say, no, oh, no, I've been volunteered by my pastor? Well, personally, I don't want to. Personally, I like, I don't think there has ever been a, 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 an event in my life where I don't want to pray. Because, I mean, hmm. it's like prayer is like breathing for Christians, I guess. Like, yeah. you, like it's like talking yeah. to God. It's like yeah, talking yeah. to your dad. Your heavenly dad. So why would you not want to pray? Like why? Like it's the basic thing. It's like if you want to have a relationship with God, you pray because that's how you talk to Him. Like how do you like? Okay, so you guys like you have a best friend, right? Like who you keep in contact with. It might be your wife or your best friend in college or high school. Do you maintain your relationship by not talking to them? Do you really like like can you really stay best friends or be best friends without communicating? Then. Of course, the answer is no. So you, you like the same thing with us and God. You have to pray. I, I understand that. And read His words. So what's what's the big deal? I, I mean, other other people go into that mode where like ah, ako na po. No, <laughs> like, no, no. So I think, I think no. So the problem, no, the problem is your is your perception. Like it's not ah, uh, me again. You should be. Oh, I'm so yeah, blessed to be yeah, given this yeah, opportunity yeah. to lead our fellow brothers and sisters in prayer. That, 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 that it was given to you. So, like, when you are tasked to pray, then you kind of, quote-unquote, shape how the prayer is going to be since you're the one praying, God is using you and your mouth as his mouthpiece. So I think instead of a burden, we should look at it as a joyous responsibility. But so what, it's all in, in, in perception. But what I find strange is, in some cases, there's always this guy that keeps, you know, volunteering the same guy over. So, what like, maybe, with like, maybe if, if you feel that way, then maybe we should have something like, I know this is childish, a prayer hat. So, we put all the names in this hat. Yeah, because it's like, you're so fixated on, like, there's this certain guy. We the one prayer. So, let's have a prayer hat. Like, okay, guys, the name from today's prayer hat is... Like, let's just say Josh. Okay, Josh is the one. And it sounds so silly. So, like, just let it go. If you're the one being assigned to pray, <laughs> you're, the one then... you're the one designated for the one. Then, like, not perceive the... it as a great blessing and honor and privilege. Wait, I have a question. Is it always the same person that prays for our bread after church before we eat? Or is it yes, it's the... That... I think it's the... Uh, it's the... It's, it's, it's the... Liturgist, I think, or is it? Hmm. I think is it... it's the secretary. Oh, the secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. <laughs> when your revelation obsessed uncle hears about rumors of wars and then a global pandemic is announced, I've been looking forward to this. Actually, my 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 dad and I have been talking about this, and like, yeah, like, like whenever we talk about politics or war and international relationships and. Uh, and we just just go back to revelation. Like, it's gonna get worse, people. Like, it, it's not gonna get to the point where there's magically 
a time of perfect peace. Because Revelation says, like, everyone's going to go against everyone, uh, uh, sons against fathers, daughters against mothers, even your own household will be divided, and then there's going to be this great war, and then Jesus Christ is going to come again, and it, it doesn't happen. You know, that meme kind of reminds me, like, this isn't the first time. A lot of people back then talk great wars could be anything. World War One, World War Two, mm. you know, the, the war with Italy before. There's so many times where a lot of people thought it was going to be, you know, the end of the world because Do, don't you remember the end of the world was supposed to be like 2000, year yeah. 2000, because like everybody computers were gonna crash. Everybody was and buying. I remember my friends were talking about yeah. yeah, and everybody was like, you know, some people were spending all their money because they thought it was going to be a, a skydive, <laughs> living their life and enjoying. When you come home, you've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember the 2000s. You know, something that usually incites panic, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. But, like, back back to the topic, I think we just should take it with a grain of salt. Revelation is true since it is part of the Bible and it is God's word, and it's going to end like that. But since there's nothing we can do about it, let's just. <laughs> Let's just enjoy our lives and live happen. honorable, like live honorably, like the way God wants us to I live hope, our lives. I hope when Revelation comes, you get caught doing the Lord's work. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. You better Amen. not be caught doing something exactly. else. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's going to be bad. Either, That's going to be really bad. I hope it's the Lord's work when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be caught doing something bad at the exact moment. That he comes back. <laughs> so here's the last meme. So over two thousand years of church history and traditions, and me posting a bunch of Christian memes. I think I I, I love this because I I like I've I've watched not all but like a bit of the avatar and like and that's his avatar state right? Yeah. That's Aang's well, avatar state. So I think that's how like I think that's that's a great thing that 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 Christianity. Our faith in Christ moves with, uh, moves with the times. Like yes, there are certain rules that are set in stone, but that doesn't mean that our faith will ever be obsolete, because it can always be applied with who we are, when we are in our lives and in the lives of others. So I, I really love how that shows that our faith is alive. It's it's not this set in stone uh, like there are, but there are parts that are set in stone but like it always gives us the opportunity and it's i think it's a privilege and a challenge for us uh, church leaders to make uh, our faith relevant in the lives of the younger generation and i think that challenge can be met as long as we're creative and sensitive to how the times are developing how about you Rory? what do you think? i'm gonna break your biblical view just for little while. That was a great analogy, by the way. I wonder how it would be, you know, you know, all of our, you know, founders, John Calvin, you know, and Luther, would they be seeing us right now in the present taking all these Christian views? I wonder what they'd be thinking. I you think know, they would be blessed. Be, I'm not going to even, as long as it's biblically as long as it's true to the Bible, they would be Less. Like look, look at these, look at these, look. these modern day Christians, yeah. like living true to the <laughs> faith. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why would they? Like, see, if you think about it, John Calvin and those other guys, they were radicals, and they would appreciate radical Christian 
words using Christian names that are Bible names. <laughs> yes, why not? They were the rebels of their time, and look where it took them. And we're the as rebels. long as we're long the as rebels we're... of our time. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, let's rebel for a little bit. Rebel with names. Thank <laughs> you.